agree with. When you see someone sin, how should you respond? Uh, this is May 20th, walk and talk number 58 from Galatians chapter 6, 1 to 5, I see your sin. In other words, I, th I think you're doing something wrong. I don't, I don't like what you're doing. So go with me to Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. It's a pretty interesting passage. It says this. Galatians, Galatians chapter 6, 1-5. Brothers and sisters, even if a person is caught in any wrongdoing. Now think with me. Brothers and sisters, so we're talking to Christians, people who are going to go to heaven because they... They're going to go to heaven because of Jesus Christ, right? Because they believe in Jesus, because they believe that he was crucified, buried, and resurrected. So we're talking about Christians who see other Christians caught doing something wrong. So I see your sin. I see you doing something that's wrong, something that violates God. Brothers and sisters, even if a person is caught in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual are to restore such a person. So if you see me doing something wrong, or if I see you doing something wrong, Christian to Christian, what are we supposed to do? If I see you doing something wrong, you are to restore you who are spiritual, you who see another person doing something wrong, restore that person. Well, how do you, how do you come to me? How do I go to you and correct you? This is a pretty pretty big deal. Should I do anything when I see someone else? Uh, another person, when I see them doing something wrong, what should I do? It's interesting that the text is focused in a direction that is uh, for the family people who are going to go to heaven because of Jesus. Even if a person is caught in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual are to restore such a person in a spirit of harshness, a spirit of criticalness, a spirit of arrogance, superiority, in a spirit of condemnation. No, that's not what it says. You who are spiritual are to restore such a person, a person who's doing something wrong, 
in a spirit of gentleness. I'll just take for a moment and double check if you would. How are you feeling? What do you feel? What, what's the emotions in your gut, in your mind, when you see someone else doing something wrong? So let's go back to the, to the verse again. Brothers and sisters, so Christians, even if a person is caught in a wrongdoing. Now, even if a person, well, that might be Christian or non-Christian. So you could make application that how does a Christian correct other people? How does a Christian approach someone else, another Christian or a non-Christian, when they're doing something wrong? So the big word here is gentleness. So Paul's making a point very clearly. Restore that person that you believe is doing wrong in a spirit of gentleness. Each one looking to yourself so that you're not tempted as well. So is it possible a lot of Christians have got caught up in the cancel culture? Is it possible that when you go to correct another person that you're not gentle? I'm just simply asking, when you believe somebody else has done something wrong, are you feeling a critical spirit? Are you feeling some anger, some meanness? You're not gentle. See, this word gentleness in Galatians 6.1 is meekness. So when you restore someone, when you go to your brother or sister, or you go to a non-believer, are you feeling gentle? So the verse is saying, Roger, evaluate yourself, each one looking to yourself, so that you're not tempted as well. What Paul is simply saying is, when Jesus, my application, when Jesus went to correct Peter, was Jesus feeling harsh? Was Jesus feeling superior? When you take what's going on here, you have to back up and just simply recognize what, what the world needs is not a critical spirit. What the world needs is not a harsh approach to solving the world's problems. When you see sin, don't start shaming. Don't start condemning. When you see sin in someone else, start with, listen, gentleness. See, when Jesus looks at your sin, you think he's mad at you? Do you think he's hateful towards you? No. 
See, when Jesus looked at Peter's sin, Jesus was very, very patient. He was meek. He was gentle. He just simply spoke the truth in meekness, in kindness, in gentleness. See, it's real easy for us when we correct someone who's doing something wrong, for us to fall into sin. It's real easy for us to become hypocrites. It's easy for us to become critical. So remember Jesus said, take the log out of your eye before you try to take the splinter out of the other person? So when you see a spouse, when you see your children, when you see another Christian, when you see a non-Christian, the first thing you want to feel when you see, I see you, your sin, the first thing you want to double check as you're trying to restore them, as you're trying to help them do the right thing, is you want to check your gut. Am I feeling gentleness? See, Jesus goes on to say, not Jesus, Paul goes on to say what Jesus did. Listen to Galatians 6 too. The very next verse, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. So verse 1 is saying, hey, Christian, when you see someone else messing up, go and help them, but make sure you're gentle because you don't want to correct sin if you're acting sinful. And when you're angry or mean or critical or hateful, when you're not gentle, when you're not kind, you've fallen into sin. So what should you be doing when you, when you proceed towards someone who you're trying to help? Verse 2 says, bear one another's burdens. Isn't it special that when Jesus left heaven and came to earth, how gentle his life, his walk, his words, and how he did bear your burdens and mine. Bear one another's burdens. In other words, share the other person's problems. Help carry, talk with them. So when you're going to try to correct someone that you believe is sinning, Go in gentleness. And then number two, remember the role of a Christian when I see your sin is to help carry your burdens. Isn't that interesting? So help the sinner. Isn't that interesting? Share their burdens. Carry their burdens. And you fulfill the law of Christ because Jesus said bear one another's burdens. It's interesting in our cancel culture and our lifestyle today, we get upset when someone else does wrong. I want to just challenge you to 
to go deep into what these verses are saying and to the life of Jesus. Because if you're a Christian and you have an anger issue, you're not ready to correct anyone. You can only go to someone if you're gentle. That's what the text is saying. You go to someone who's sinning and you bear their burdens. Bear means to help them. The next verse is interesting, verse 3, Galatians 6, 3, For if anyone thinks he is something, hey, look at me, when he's nothing, he deceives himself. When you see someone sinning, be real careful not to feel superior. See, it's real easy when we say, I see your sin, to, to feel to feel boastful. So, Jesus is gently saying, for if anyone thinks he's something, hey, I got it together. I see you're sinning. You're doing wrong. Hey, I got it together. Well, the fact of the matter is, if anyone thinks he's something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. It's interesting to watch Christians attacking Christians, isn't it? It's interesting to watch us point the finger and get indignant, self-righteous, hypocritical, prideful. We live in a, in a world where the burdens of Jesus I really don't want. You see, the, the burden of Jesus was to carry your burdens. He knows you're a sinner. Jesus knows your sins. How does he come at you? He comes at you humble, gentle. He still speaks the truth. He still identifies sin as sin, but there's no harshness. There's no attitude. There's no critical spirit. I would like to just encourage you, don't get caught up in the hate culture of today. When you want to criticize someone, check your gut. Are you feeling gentle toward that person? Are you feeling kind? Are you feeling love? Do you really care about them? Or have you be, been deceived? See, self-deception is what's going on here in verse 3. For if anyone thinks he's something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. You really think you can take the splinter out of the eye of the other person and you've got a telephone pole in your eye? You really think that you've got it together? See, Paul is calling out Christians for their hypocrisy. Listen to verse 4. And then Paul says this, but each one must examine his own work. So, and then he will have reason for boasting, but to himself alone and not to another. So verse 4 is just simply saying, Roger, be real careful 
when you go and try to point out the error, the sin in other people. Be careful because you have to examine your life really, really deep and wide. So you don't have anything to boast about. You're not superior, Roger. And any Christian trying to correct another Christian is not superior. Just because you identify someone doing something wrong, do you think you're not doing anything wrong? Just because I see your sin, am I to assume I'm not sinning? And Jesus would say, get rid of the, the log in your eye. Before you go to your brother or your sister or other people, non-Christians, be humble, be gentle. Go to them with meekness. Make sure you've examined yourself. Make sure that you recognize that you're a sinner also. And make sure you get on your knees and humbly communicate the truth. Like Jesus communicated the truth to Peter or to any person caught in sin. Don't be boasting about your superiority because you're really not superior. You're a sinner just like the person that you see sinning. It's interesting because the next verse, verse 5, says almost the same thing, but just simply clearer. For each one will bear his own load. I wonder if a lot of Christians, I wonder if a lot of Christians are caught up in becoming the fourth member of the Trinity. I wonder if a lot of Christians have appointed themselves to be the fruit inspector, the sin inspector. I wonder how you're doing when you see someone, a Christian sinning, or someone else, a non-Christian, doing something wrong. I'm wondering, how do you feel? You feel arrogant toward that person? Jesus is simply saying no. For each one will bear his own load. Jesus is just simply saying, and Paul is simply saying in the book of Galatians, that make sure you bear your own load. Self-examination. Step back. Try to understand. Take, take the log out of your eye. Love your enemies. Pray for them. Be gentle. I watch, I watch the Christian community. Uh, listen to people share their concerns, their frustrations with each other. Do we do it in meekness or superiority? Don't be deceived. See, these verses are saying, when I see your sin, be careful that you're not caught up in self-deception. I wonder if this is why we hear in Scripture, judge not, lest you be judged. 
I think so. I think when I watch Jesus, I see Jesus speaking the truth in love. I don't ever really feel like Jesus walks around and says, hey, look at me. I really don't see Jesus saying, I'm God, shut up. I don't see Jesus trampling, destroying people. I see Jesus coming with a gentle spirit. Yes, I'm aware in the temple, I'm aware of the money changers, I'm aware of his righteous anger. Do you do your righteous anger pretty good? Are you gentle? Are you mean sometimes toward others that you believe they did something wrong? Be careful. When that other person is sinning, do you bear their burdens? Do you help them? Do you carry their load? Are you big on compassion? Are you caught up in pride, superiority? You know, the Bible speaks of the Pharisees. Is it possible, Jesus is saying, Roger, when you see someone doing something wrong, do not be a Pharisee? See, Pharisees would not carry the burdens of others. Pharisees went about condemning others. All the Pharisee wanted to do was judge, not help, not offer compassion. When you get to heaven, who's going to be in heaven around you? Sinners who have been forgiven by Jesus Christ. You know anybody that's sinning? You know anyone that's doing wrong? Sure you do. I'm an individual that does wrong. I'm an individual that sins. When you come to me, when I go to you because I think I caught you doing something wrong, be gentle, not harsh. Don't have this superior, I'm better than you attitude. Take the log out of your eye. Bear my burdens. Let me bear your burdens, which is what Jesus did. Make sure that your log in your eye is completely removed and the infection gone and healing before you try to take out the splinter in others. Examine yourself. This is called self-reflection. Don't be deceived and make sure that if you follow Jesus, you never have the right to quote, be, be boastful. But each one must examine his own work, his own life, what he says, what he does, and then he will have reason for boasting. You take that log out of your eye, you be gentle, you follow Jesus. Okay, now that's where you need to be. Never forget, Roger, to bear one another's burdens and fulfill the law of Christ. So if you have a spouse that is sinning, yeah, yeah, you may have to wisely protect yourself, yes. 
but don't get in the attack mode. Don't become like the cancel culture. Make sure that the log is out of your eye. Make sure you're feeling gentle, not harsh. Because that's the way Jesus looks at you when you mess up. Well, this is Walk and Talk number 58. Galatians 6, 1 to 5. I see your sin. It's starting to warm up. It's probably about 74, 75 degrees. Uh, May 20th. Just want to encourage you. Uh, join us for our Intersect worship service Saturday, uh, 10 a.m., and then join us on campus or online, 9.30 and 11. Uh, God's uh, goodness abounds. If you haven't heard yet, uh, we had a significant uh, a church vote last Sunday on our uh, church preservation planning. Uh, we had a unanimous yes vote. Everyone voting voted yes to proceed with church preservation planning. Uh, so I want to say thank you. Uh, that's, uh, that's teamwork. That's a great attitude. Be, be careful as you live your life. Aren't you glad that Jesus is gentle with you when you sin? So make sure, make sure that you're gentle with others when they sin. Carry their burdens. Help them. Don't become another burden to them. Have a great one. Blessings on you.